Greetings, Church. Welcome to Siloam Online. Thank you for inviting me to your home. As we sit together as family or friends, I trust that we will enjoy the Word of God, even as the Word of God is preached to you this morning. I believe that there's a common question in the hearts of many, from presidents to church leaders, from church leaders to the ordinary man in the street. And the question is, what is God up to in this time and in this season? What is God saying to the church? What is God doing on the earth? I believe that's a good question to ask. Because every question that a man has in his heart has an answer from God's word. So God's word have an answer for all human questions. First Chronicles chapter 12 verse 32 says, The sons of Issachar had an understanding of the time and knew what Israel ought to do. The sons of Issachar were prophets. They were a prophetic tribe. And the scripture says that in difficult times, in challenging moments, the sons of Issachar, who were a prophetic tribe, helped David to navigate through his difficult times. My prayer is that in these difficult times, the church will rise up with true prophets, prophets of God, who will help presidents, who will help leaders to navigate their nation through these difficult times. So for a few moments, I want to speak to you on a subject called, What is God up to? What is God up to? When we study scripture very carefully, we find that whenever sin reached its peak, whenever wickedness reached its height, whenever the stench of sin reached the nostrils of God, God steps down and releases his wrath, his anger, and his impending judgment upon the earth. Remember, God does not release his anger, his wrath, or his judgment without first warning man. God loves man. Man is created in the likeness and in the image of God. Man is a friend of God. So whenever God wants to release his impending judgment on the earth, he first warns man. We find in the book of Genesis chapter 6, verse 1, the scripture says, When men begin to multiply on the face of the earth, verse 5 says, The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great upon the earth, and every intent of his heart was evil continually. Verse 6 says, And the Lord was sorry why he created man, and why he made man on the earth. And verse 7 of Genesis chapter 6 says, So I will destroy man whom I have created. God regretted in, John, in Genesis chapter 6, God regretted why he made man. When the wickedness and the sin and the stench reached the nostrils of God, and when the, the intent of man and in his heart was continuously evil, God regrets why he made man. 
We find that God finds Noah and Noah finds grace in the eyes of the Lord. And through Noah's preaching and teaching, God asked Noah to get men saved. But for 120 years, Noah began to preach, he began to teach, he began to build the ark, but not a single soul received the word of God. There was total rejection from the very heart of man until the flood came and God destroyed the earth in, for, ex, for the exception of Noah and his family. In the book of Genesis chapter 18 verse 20, the scripture reads that when the sins and the wickedness of Sodom came before the eyes of the Lord, God had to warn Sodom of the wrath to come. The angel of the Lord speaks to, speaks to Abraham and gives Abraham of the impending judgment that will come upon the earth. We find that Abraham intercedes with God. Abraham begs God. Abraham pleads with God. And he says to God, God, if there will be 50, will you save Sodom? If there will be 40, will you save Sodom? If there was 20, will you save Sodom? And Abraham began to challenge God with numbers. And at the end, Abraham asked the Lord, If there was one, will you save Sodom? We find that none came to the Lord. None came to the repenting grace of our God. But we find that only the, the mercies of God and the goodness and the favor of God, God sent an angel to save Lot and his family. But while his wife was on her way, she disobeyed the call and she turned into a pillar of salt. I firmly believe whenever the stench of the sins and the wickedness reaches the nostrils of God, God begins to step down and releases his wrath, his anger, and his impending judgment. I believe that COVID-19 and every other thing that's happening on the earth today is pointing the church and it's pointing us towards the rapture and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Why do I say that? Because what's happening on the earth today has never been seen or experienced by our generation since the time of our birth. You will find people asking the older and the younger asking the elder, have we seen such a time as this upon the earth? Have we seen such moments when there's a lockdown in the entire world, when there's a virus that caused a shutdown to the entire world? And, and I want to say to you today that the entire world is bound by fear. The entire world has come to a lockdown. Presidents, leaders, nations, people are trembling because of this COVID-19. Up till this time, I believe scientists have not even found an answer or found a solution to this, uh, to this virus. And I want to ask of you today, since you were born or since I was born, did we ever experience 
such a thing as this? We find our answer in, in Scripture, in the book of Matthew chapter 24. We find that the disciples come to Jesus. And they ask Jesus a question. And they say to Jesus, Master, can you tell us when will be the end of this age? Or what will be the signs of your coming? And one of the many signs amongst the many signs that Jesus Christ gave his disciples is found in Matthew 24 verse 1. And I firmly believe that Matthew chapter 24 verse 1 is the answer to the prophetic word or to the prophetic happening that is happening in the world today. Verse 21 reads like this. There shall be a great tribulation, such as not been seen since the beginning of the world, until this time, no, nor shall ever be. I'm going to read that verse again. There shall be a great tribulation. The word tribulation does not mean imprisonment. It does not mean torture. It does not we mean Whip, whipping or lashing. The word tribulation there simply means that there's going to be a great trouble on the earth that has never been seen or experienced by man just before Jesus Christ could come. But the Message Bible gives it so clearly so that we all can understand. And I'm going to read it from the Message Bible. There's going to be a great trouble on a scale beyond what the world has not seen or will ever see again. I'm going to repeat that. There's going to be great trouble on the scale beyond what the world has not seen and will never see again. I believe that this scripture in verse 21 is the reference of what's happening in the world today. Jesus said simply that there's going to be great trouble on a scale beyond what the world has seen. I am 68 today and I have never seen such things happen in the world. I have never seen fear gripping the hearts of men. I have never seen uh, trouble and confusion gripping the hearts of men. COVID-19 has brought the entire world into a deadlock. It's created fear into the entire world from presidents to the man on the street. COVID-19 has caused such great trouble, chaos, confusion, sickness, death, and panic upon the world beyond what the world has seen. And if you ask any man, any woman, have you gone through such an experience? Each one would say, no, this is the first time that one virus has caused a deadlock to the entire world. And I firmly believe that this virus and COVID-19 is the prophetic word to God's word in the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 21. COVID-19 
has changed the season and the landscape of nations. It has changed the economy of the world. It has stripped man of everything that man thought was life. COVID-19 has locked down the entire world. It kept nations within themselves. It brought families to live amongst themselves. COVID-19 has not been the respecter of any persons. It has not infected the poor and the weak only. COVID-19 has infected every nation of the world. It has infected the rich, the wealthy, the poor, and the weak. It has infected the royal in the palace and the poor in his shelter. COVID-19 has become a very threatening pandemic in the world today. And the disciples asked Jesus, what shall be the signs of your coming and the end of this age? Jesus says, and I repeat again, Matthew 24, verse 21. There's going to be great trouble beyond what the world has seen or what the world will see again. COVID-19 has caused great trouble. And this is, I believe from my heart, according to the word of God. It is a sign that Christ has given to the church. That when you see great trouble in all the earth, causing fear upon the heart of presidents and the ordinary, causing fear upon the heart of the royal and the gentle, this will be one of the signs that will teach the church that it is time for the coming of the Lord and the rapture to take place. COVID-19 is only one of the signs amongst the many signs that Jesus Christ has given to the church. So I am asking the church to arise, church to arise from your slumber. We have preached sermons on potential, sermons on money, sermons of exercising your faith in God. And so little in times past and recent past, so little has been taught about the second coming. So little has been taught about the rapture of Jesus Christ. I myself, I repent from this. And I've made up my mind that from now on, our sermons in church will not be sermons to entertain. Will not be sermons to, to give goosebumps to our Christian folks. Our sermons are no longer are going to be simplified so that the church will be entertained and they do not transform and change their lives. Jesus said, before he comes, there's going to be great trouble upon the earth, such that has never been seen or experienced upon the face of the earth. And I want to say to the church today and to those that are listening to me today, this is just one of the signs. But in Matthew chapter 24, verse 37, the scripture says, As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be 
before the Son of Man could come upon the face of the earth. As it was in the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, they were eating. They were drinking. They were marrying. They were giving in marriages. They lived a ruthless life. They lived a life that they, in, they did not fear God. They lived a lukewarm life. And the Lord says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the Son of Man comes unto the face of the earth. So in closing, I want to say, it's time for us to change what we preach. It's time for us to change how we teach so that we could get to the solid word of God and teach the prophetic word of God and cause the church to rise up from its slumber. And when we look around the world today, we look around people, Christians, the church of Jesus Christ are preaching on materialism preaching on, 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 on the other subjects that does not pertain to the, to the second coming of Christ. And I want to say that we need to change and we need to turn. Follow me on Facebook in the next few lessons, even as I teach on the days of Noah. And at this time, I want each one of us to bow our heads together and pray and ask God to help us understand that this pandemic that has been released upon the face of the earth as a judgment of God upon the face of the earth, may we repent, may we turn our hearts to God, may we make a comeback to God, may we follow hard after God, because it's going to be so disappointing for every one of us that are called by the name of Jesus Christ if we would miss the rapture. The scripture says two will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two will be in bed. One shall be taken and the other left. I am asking the church to rise up, rise and shine for the light has come. For this COVID-19 is pointing us to the second coming and the rapture of Jesus Christ. May we turn our hearts to him. May we repent from our lukewarmness and turn our lives to Christ and say, Lord, if you would come tonight, I want you to take me home. This is just one of the signs amongst the many signs that I have explained to you today. And I trust that you will go back home or in the comfort of your own home. Study Matthew 24 and look at all of the signs that's, on, that's coming upon the face of the earth. Before Jesus Christ comes, there will be wars. There will be rumors of wars. Christians will be offended. There will be lukewarmness within the body of Christ. And all of these signs are pointing towards the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. My prayer is that Siloam and those that are listening to me will not miss the rapture. But when the trumpet sounds... And when, the, when Jesus comes in the clouds of glory, you will meet him in the clouds of glory. And God would say to you, well done. Let's bow our heads together in prayer. Heavenly Father, even at this time, when you are releasing upon the earth your judgment, 
your danger and you are beckoning the church to come out of its lukewarmness beckoning the church to come out of its shallowness and I pray today Heavenly Father that every born-again believer will not seek after the world will not run after the material things of life because all of these things are just temporary and father you are beckoning the church to come back to yourself you are asking of the church to look into the book of matthew father we repent and from this day we will teach your word father in heaven with reverence and we will teach your people that they need to prepare for your rapture and for your second coming. I pray today, Heavenly Father, that you will help us and give us wisdom how to navigate your church in these trying times, in this time of difficulty, how to navigate your church and bring them to a place of freedom and bring them to a place of security. Our freedom is found in Christ. Thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time, I want to give an opportunity to those who have not made Jesus Christ Lord over their life. And if you have watched our program and you have a desire to make Jesus Christ Lord over your life, I want you to open up your heart and let Jesus Christ come in. And when he comes in, he will forgive you of your sins. He will write your name in the Lamb's book of life. And I want you to say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you. As I open my heart for you to come in, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. And today, make me your child in Jesus' name. If you have said this prayer with me, I believe that you are born again.